Hello, I am Brother Chris, and welcome to One Living Word, where we examine and share spiritual lessons on one or more verses from one chapter of the Bible. Today we're focusing on the topic, I'm not ashamed, based on our reading of Numbers chapter 24, verse 10 to 14. Let us hear what the word of the Lord has to say in this passage of scripture. And Balak's anger was kindled against Balaam, and he smote his hand together. Balak said unto Balaam, I call thee to curse mine enemies, and behold, thou hast altogether blessed them these three times. Therefore now flee thou to thy place. I thought to promote thee unto great honor, but lo, the Lord has kept thee back from honor. And Balaam said unto Balak, Spake I not also as the messengers which thou sendest unto me, saying, If Balak would give me his house full of silver and gold, I cannot go beyond the commandments of the Lord to do either good or bad of mine own mind. But what the Lord says, that will I speak. And now behold, I go unto thy people, come therefore, I will advertise thee what this people shall do to thy people in the latter days. When God is in control of his messenger, they will always speak his words no matter what others try to get them to do. However, God's messengers can say what God wants to say but not be in agreement with these words. That was the situation that Balaam found himself in. Although Balak the king of Moab wanted him to curse the children of Israel. This was something that Balaam did not do even though in his heart he wanted to do it. Let us examine the interaction between Balak and Balaam in Numbers 24 verse 10 to 14. The word of the Lord said, And Balak's anger was kindled against Balaam, and he smote his hand together. And Balak said unto Balaam, I call thee to curse mine enemies, and behold, thou hast altogether blessed them these three times. Therefore now flee thou to thy place. I thought to promote thee unto great honor, but lo, the Lord has kept thee back from honor. And Balaam said unto Balak, Spake I not also to thy messengers, which thou sendest unto me, saying, If Balak would give me his house full of silver and gold, I cannot go beyond the commands of the Lord to do either good or bad of mine own mind, but what the Lord had says, that will I speak. And now, behold, I go unto thy people, come therefore, and I will advertise thee what this people shall do to thy people in the latter days. Do you see what Balaam is saying here? Here we see Balaam implying that God is the one who has constrained him and, and is not, this is not why he could not curse the children of Israel. Matthew Henry provided a very profound insight into what was going on in the mind of Balaam. He said, We have here the conclusion of this vain attempt to curse Israel and the total abandonment of it. 1. Balaam made the worst of it. He broke out into a rage against Balaam, expressed both in words and gesture the highest degree of vexation at this disappointment. He smote his hands together for indignation to see all his measures thus broken and his project baffled. Whereas if Balaam had been voluntary, 
and sincere in his adherence to the words of the Lord, though he lost the honor Balak designed him by it, God would have made that loss up to him abundantly in his advance. Balaam made the best of it. Number two, he endeavored to excuse the disappointment and a very good excuse he has for it that God restrained him from saying what he would have said and constrained him to say what he would not and that this was what Balak ought not to have been displeased at not only because he could not help himself but because he had told Balak before what he must that he must not depend upon Balak could not say what he had cheated him since he had given him fair notice of the check he found himself under. End of quote. This is a very profound story, one that reminds us that we need to allow God to guide our words, thoughts, and action. If we allow or call ourselves followers of Christ, then we need to make sure that the light that shines from our lives is a perfect reflection of the nature and character of God. The fact that we do what God asks us to do does not mean that we are doing it in accordance with the will of God. We must always allow the Holy Spirit to do, to be our guide so that everything we do and say will always be in accordance with the will of God. Although Balaam said what God wanted him to say, this was definitely not what he would have said if he was not constrained by God. This is definitely not the way God wants for us to behave. God wants for us to do things in accordance with his will because we believe that this is the right thing to do. This story is reminding us that we need to allow the Holy Spirit to take full and complete control of every area of our lives. This is the only way that our words and actions would be consistent with what God has called us to do. The only way that we are not going to be ashamed of the gospel is if we allow God to take full and complete control of our lives. I pray that we will continue to do so today so that we will never be like Balaam and do what the Lord said even though that is not what we would have wanted to do. It is God who will determine if we are fit for the heavenly Canaan. And therefore, we need to make sure that we are following in his footsteps. I pray that we will allow or we will continue to allow God to help us to speak his words without fear or favor. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for this powerful message today. A reminder to us. We need to stand up for what we believe. We need to stand up and say the right things because it's the right thing to do. Thank you for the story of Balaam. To remind the Lord that we can speak things we don't agree with. We can go against our way. We can say what you want us to say, but it's against our will. Help us, Lord, to harmonize our will with your will, we pray. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Have a blessed and Holy Spirit-filled day.